This is Cave Scott Allen of Otoho.com. This is Kevin Dente. This is John Galloway. This is Scott Kuhn from LazyCoder.com. Hello and welcome to Herding Code. I'm at Xamarin Developer Summit and I'm talking to Jerome LeBon. So you just spoke about the Uno platform. Yes. And uh, so what, what's the high level? What is this thing? Uh, so the high level is a uh, XAML and C-sharp for iOS, Android, and WebAssembly uh, using the WinUI XAML, really, okay. specifically. So you're writing your application using using XAML, and then your back end is all C-sharp? Yeah, so it's, it's basically uh, on iOS and Android, it's uh, Xamarin. So Xamarin Classic application, so everything that goes along with Xamarin and all the new features that have been announced uh, by James Montemagno and, uh, and uh, David Ardino, they're all available through, through Xamarin, so Uno applications can use them. Uh, so it's basically your XAML that you have on UWP that can run uh, directly on iOS, Android, and the web uh, using WebAssembly. So I've generally followed along with your platform over over the past you know since it was announced the light bulb finally went on for me seeing that as you basically write a xamarin app and it works everywhere including the web that's exactly right which uh that's pretty crazy now one of the things you explained to me is because that sounds like a huge undertaking and (laughs) all of a sudden it seemed to come from nowhere yes and i was kind of wondering um, how that happened so quickly. You explained there's a history. Yes, there's a history. So basically, publicly, it's it's about something that happened uh, over a year and a half ago. So we were talking at Build, and uh, basically we, we, we said, because WebAssembly is coming, we're, let's publish that thing. Uh, but we've been actually working on it for the past six years. So that's why it just happens to pop up from nowhere, but it actually fully features because... We've been developing, uh, as part of Inventive, the company that's behind Uno, uh, applications that are battle-tested and, uh, and running on iOS and Android for that long. Okay, so you had built, you'd built this platform that worked uh, on Xamarin, and then you said, hey, let's get this to run on WebAssembly as well. Exactly, exactly. Okay. Uh, the reason for that is basically because Miguel de Casa and the Mono team <laughs> worked on that for, you know, you know, they, from day just one one day to the other, and started working. And we said, "Well, we have all that code that's on iOS and Android, and let's take it over to WebAssembly and see what that, what that does." And over the course of a, I think it was a few weeks, or two weeks or something, and then we had a proof of concept of of XAML and C Sharp running in the browser without modifying almost anything. So. Then, then we said we cannot keep all that for ourselves. I mean, there's got to be some other people that are, that are going to be interested for, for, for that. And then we decided to open source it, and now it's all free on GitHub. Okay, so so it's open source, and then your company like offers paid support for it. Right? Yes, yes, that's the idea. So basically, we're we're treating our uh, you external customers that want to use the uh, the open source framework as you know people as they are coming to uh, to you know, customers to the inventive uh, the inventive site. So we're a service agency, and the service agency basically does the same thing with the Uno platforms. It's cu- it's a customer of the Uno platform. Great. Okay, so and uh, tell me about Inventive. How how large of a company is it, and how long has it been around? And so Inventive has been uh, has been around for uh, <laughs> I think it's about twelve years or so. Oh. So it's a it's a it's a it's a long history. Uh, was a um, training company for for Scrum and development in general at the time, and then after a while, Microsoft came to uh, Francois, the uh, CEO of the company, and said. Let's do Windows Phone applications. And then we started doing Windows Phones, and then we're doing Windows 8, Windows 10. 
Then Windows Phone just faded away, and then yeah. we had a lot of, de of developers that uh, that were doing C Sharp and XAML, and then we said, well, let's do something about it. We cannot, we, we have to, we have to reuse that pool of talent and, and do something else uh, and go for iOS and Android because that's where the action was. Mm -hmm. So we, we decided to say, well, let's take all that and build something that would reuse those skills of those people that we had at the time. So that, that's how Uno that was not named that, that way at the time uh, was built. It, it's actually was, it actually was before Xamarin Forms. Ah. And then, uh, then Xamarin Forms happened at the time and then we decided to say, well, it, we still believe that, that the, the structure of, of Uno and the way UWP is built was actually better for us because of the requirements we had at the time. And we still do have for, for making uh, consumer-friendly apps. Um, and then we decided to just go on and, and, and continue implementing that. And that's where we are right now in so, Inventive. Okay, so does it... What's the relationship with Xamarin Forms? Can it work with Xamarin Forms, or is it kind of a separate? So it's a separate. It's, so it's complicated. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's that's where it, it gets uh, it gets interesting and hair pulling, if you will. Um, so it's a separate way. So basically, if you if we were to compare the two, uh, Xamarin Forms is at the same level as Uno. Okay. But the interesting part about Uno is that it actually implements things uh, that are not UI related. So for instance. Uh, uh, settings access, geolocation, things like that. So it actually embeds parts of uh, what the Xamarin Essentials library is doing, uh, uh, but using the UWP API. So okay. we're not inventing the API, we're just taking what's, what the platform underneath is providing and just adapting it to, to use the same API surface. Okay. That's, uh, that's the idea. But what I'm saying it's complicated is that because Uno is implementing the UWP contract. That mm -hmm. means that anything that implements the UWP, con that uses the UWP contract can run on Uno. Uh -huh. And Xamarin Forms has a part that uses the UWP contract to display something on Windows. Okay. That means that that code that is actually used to, to render uh, Xamarin Forms application on Windows using a UWP can actually be targeting Uno and then run on WebAssembly. So <laughs> Xamarin application can run on WebAssembly through Xamarin Forms application can run on on WebAssembly through the UWP support that sits on top of Uno that runs on WebAssembly. Wow, <laughs> that's why I'm saying it's okay. complicated. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's kind of a hair pulling, but right. it's it, it makes a lot of sense. And there's other scenarios like um, getting so it, it actually bo works both ways. You can have Uno components running inside of a Xamarin Forms app oh. because because Uno components are actually Xamarin Classic components, okay. and the other way around is also possible. So you can take parts of the of Xamarin forms and make them run inside of a of, of a Xamarin of a Uno inside of an Uno, Uno application. Got so it. it's kind of a it's not it's not segmented that much. You know, okay. can mix and match. Okay, so <laughs> okay, so that makes sense. That makes sense. So so then when you're running in the browser, the nice thing with WebAssembly is my C sharp code runs, but but the way that WebAssembly works, you're you're using your standard HTML and CSS and all that. So how do you have XAML running in the browser? Is that yes. So what we're basically doing is we're abstracting away the use of HTML. So it's it's unlike Brazor where the HTML is actually very visible. Mm -hmm. When you were doing your Razor templates, you're, you're, everything's very visible. You have to write HTML at some point. Right, right, right. Uh, and in the case of Uno, uh, because we're doing XAML and that's the, the primary way of interacting with, uh, with the UI, what we're basically doing, telling the developer is just do your XAML and we're taking care of the rest. So what happens underneath is basically we're taking all the XAML controls and we're rendering them as HTML controls, HTML elements. So it's 
if you're looking at a Uno applications or you're looking at a calculator and hit F12, mm -hmm. if you just browse the content, what basically you're going to see is mostly, mostly divs. Okay. So it's divs that represents layers that are actually XAML controls when they're in the C-sharp world, uh, down to some controls like, uh, um, you know, text boxes, text blocks, which, which are actually P elements, uh, paragraph elements inside mm -hmm. of, uh, of HTML. So okay. that's, that's the relation of the HTML. So but it's semantic HTML as possible. It can be semantic HTML, it can be things like that, but it's, there's no HTML, uh, HTML is actually treated as a, uh, as a subsystem of the rest, it's okay. not something that you can, you're going to see the menu, uh, very very easily or you know very explicitly in terms of uh, when developing with a new application. Right. Okay. So it's abstracted away as you're developing. Exactly. It's rendered out. Exactly. Um, so you mentioned the calculator, and that was something that you have on, on your stage, and that yes. was a mind blowing demo. So as I understand it, you took the Microsoft open source calculator, which yes. is C and XAML. And, yes. and you made it run on Uno platform, and then I brought it up on my phone. Yes, uh, in my phone browser, and it worked. So yes, it worked as well. So it works yeah. on it works on Android. On Android it and worked. on the phone. Yes, on the phone. So there's a, there's a few, few few differences here. So if you're on an Android device, it does work on the phone uh, because there are no limits there. But if you're on an iOS device, what we do is because I, uh, Apple puts limitation of the size of the the, the WebAssembly binary you, that you can load up. Okay. We redirect to the iOS applications of, that uh, we made with Uno as well. Right. So that's where there's a, bit, a little bit of difference there. So you can actually have the uh, the actual Android application running as well using Uno, but uh -huh. you can also have on Android the WebAssembly app running in your browser. So it can both, works both ways. So how on earth are, now we, now you've got C++, the C++ backend, how did you get that working on, on the Uno platform? So that part is interesting. So it, it it could have been working uh, for quite a long long time ago because you know if you're looking at the Xamarin application, basically running C++ is something that is not new. Uh, for instance, the uh, Skia Sharp guys, that's what they did. Basically, they took the Skia backend, and it's it's quite easy to make that work using pinvoke and, and things like that. So that that's not the tricky part. Uh, the tricky part was getting C C and C++ code running inside of the uh, running inside of WebAssembly and just pull it in so that that it could run. As a kind of a dynamic library in a, in a way, mm -hmm. so so I added support for that in, into Mono. So I made a PR in Mono to add support for the, for ah. P invoking inside of a, a WebAssembly module. Okay. So that's the that's the let's say the key part that made all this possible, especially for WebAssembly. So uh, when the the whole process was basically when we took the source of the, the calculator, uh, there's actually two parts, uh, three. So the first one is the calculation engine. Mm -hmm. That one is containing very, very, very old code from yeah. 1989 oh, from wow. the Windows three uh, time frame. So yeah. we're talking very old code. That part we didn't change because it's a lot of of C plus plus C and C C ish features that yeah. that don't map really well to C sharp. So, so we compile that down to WebAssembly, and then the rest is mostly it's C++ CX code. So that means it's C++ with Microsoft flavored, mm -hmm. and it's it's actually C++ 11 compatible as well. So okay. it, it really looks like C# -sharp in a way. So we have a we have a, a magic parser <laughs> that actually is a set of, of, of really long uh, regular expressions that take C++ code and translate it translates it to C# -sharp. Okay. so kind of. 80% down the road, if yeah. you will. So it looks like, in the end, it looks like C-sharp, and with additional modifications, then we can make the, the code actually look like C-sharp. And it 
So it, it's when you look at the C sharp code of the calculator that we ported over, it looks like C code, but it's actually C sharp code. Okay. So it's the same naming that the original application uses. So and that's the more application level code. Yes. Okay. So managing the UI, making things visible, not visible, okay. changing the states and all that. And that communicates over to uh, the actual calculation engine that stays in C. That okay. Way. And you're P invoking into that. Exactly. Wow. And then the XAML just comes across? Yeah, look, the XAML's the same. Wow. So XAML's the same, resources are the same. So interestingly, we're, so the application is actually translated, the Microsoft original application is translated into 65 languages. So that means that now we've published the application in the oh. store and we're getting 65 types of languages for bug reports. Whoa, right, right. Part of so the that, fun, that's, huh? that's difficult for us. Yeah. We don't have the teams to, to handle all that, but that's the interesting part about, about all that. And, that goes along, so uh, translation comes, comes along with it, and, and the very, very, and that's very important for me as well, the, uh, everything that goes with uh, accessibility. So the calculator is very, very heavily accessible, and if you have an iPhone or an Android device, you can enable voiceover, and it will work in the, uh, in the calculator. Okay. So if, how do I actually build an application for a you know, platform? So uh, it, it depends on where you start, but let's say you don't have anything, you can go uh, to the Visual Studio uh, Gallery and just search for Uno Platform. You're going to get a set of, of you're going to set, uh, you're going to get an extension that you can install, mm -hmm. and you're going to have um, two set of templates, uh, two templates. The one that creates basically uh, four projects: so iOS, Android, WebAssembly, and UWP, mm -hmm. uh, and you can develop your app that way. And there's another one that that allows you to create uh, what we call cross-targeted uh, projects. So basically, you can make a library that contains a control that you that you can reuse as a NuGet package. That's okay, how, that's how you can work with. And uh, then you know, I just build it. And it you build it and deploy, and uh, off you go. Okay. <laughs> that's what it is. So, and the and then is the output. The output's going to be like for. The, Similar, I guess, to like a Xamarin project. Yes, so exactly. So for iOS and Android, it's really it's really a normal uh, Xamarin app. There's nothing that changes. For UWP, Uno is not present at all. So it's basically developing on, on UWP and using all the features that the debugger, the uh, deployment times, and things like that that works really well. Nothing happens there for Uno. Mm -hmm. And for WebAssembly, it's in flux. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's something that Visual Studio is not equipped for at the moment. So basically, it's it's down to what the Blazor team has been able to do with uh, with with uh, the integration for Visual Studio. Mm -hmm. So we're basically tagging along for now because we don't have the resources to implement all those things in sure. the Visual Studio. But it's it's getting uh, it's getting proven. What we do though is is um, make pull requests to Im improve the debugging experience inside of Mono. So adding features there that we can uh, inside mm -hmm. of Visual Studio. It's a little more difficult for us. Yeah, yeah. Okay, wow. Um, <laughs> That's a lot, I'm not it? sure. No, no, it's great. <laughs> I'm just, I'm not sure if, are there more things that people should be aware of as they're kind of getting started or, or any of that? Uh, so we have a lot of, of applications that, uh, that can be looked at most of the time. So we have, uh, uh, so the calculator is one good example of, mm -hmm. of your know, actual really shipped application. It's a production ready application. Yeah. Uh, we have uh, also what we call uh, the Azure DevOps uh, Organizer. It's an application that's kind of a reference app for us uh, okay. that allows us to, to explain the features uh, that we use and provide for, for Uno. Other than that, it's the support for all the Prism, Reactive UI, Reactive Extensions, uh, MVVM Cross, and all those uh, and, and nice MVVM frameworks that already exist uh, that are supported. Just visit the uh, the GitHub, really, and uh, there's lots of, uh, of documentation and, and links to uh, existing apps. For us, it's really about 
you know, showing off all the things that we have and the, and the, uh, uh, the, the demos that we have on the site that you can just navigate to and just experience all the, all, what WebAssembly and Uno has to provide. And it's great that Uno is also a, a TLD on, on the internet, yes. right? So, so the website is platform.uno, Yes, right? it is, platform.uno. So, very cool. Uh, I'm out of questions. This is amazing. I'm going to go and play with this. So, um, so Excellent. Yeah, thanks Let a lot for know. your time. Okay. <laughs> so you can learn more about the Uno platform on their website, platform.uno. Click on the Get Started button up in the upper right corner, and it's a pretty quick, fun tutorial. And there's also a conference coming up right around the corner. It's September 19th, and it's in Montreal, and it features speakers like Miguel de Casa, Billy Hollis, and others. So if you can get to that, that's awesome. If it's too late for you for this one, they're already looking at planning a follow-on for next year in 2020. So keep an eye out for that. Bye for now.